Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Swim Run 101. This time, we're talking all about Swim Run Travel, how to get from where you live to where the race is with all your gear and all the goodness. Let's jump right in. Tide Boys, a Swim Run podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris, and this is episode 183. The show. Welcome to another edition of our ad hoc Swim Run 101 series. This one is all about Swim Run travel. We joke that one of the best things about Swim Run is that you don't have to travel with a bike. And while that is indeed a lovely feature of the sport, <laughs> getting you and your gear to your Swim Run destination is its own unique puzzle and something that we get asked a lot of questions about. So in this episode, we'll break down everything you need to know to get to your race. And I think that most people will be... With all your gear. With all your gear. Yeah. And, yeah, very important with all your gear. And I think most people might find these intuitive, but we just want to make sure that, hey, we've tra- we've done a lot of traveling to races at this point, mm-hmm. and I think we definitely have developed best practices. And we've made mistakes. Yeah. So we're, we're hoping to uh, save you all from, from some mistakes as well. For sure, for sure. So we've broken down this episode in basically like a bunch of tips. So let's just start at the top, which is... Enjoy the fact that you can travel light, but don't travel too light. Mm-hmm. Now, swim runs can take place in really random locations. And you might have a- you might not have access to all the local sources for fueling or gear that you that, that maybe you you've would have been able to just in a pinch go to the yeah. store get some goose or something like that. So you really want to make sure that you're at least taking care of whatever you're going to need for race day. And, and have day, it on you <laughs> uh, a few days before, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a that's a good point to note is when, let's just say, in comparison to a triathlon, uh, you know, usually triathlons are kind of in, in more city centers where there's going to be your REI, your sports basement, or insert your 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 local outdoor retailer here. That's usually not the case with sermons that we found. Yes, it does happen. Um, but there's not really that opportunity, like Chris said, oh, shit, I forgot my gels. I need to go to the store real quick and, and pick up uh, a couple gels. Um, so you want to make sure you you kind of have everything uh, with you. And also don't forget, too, that um, these are usually in really cool, unique locations. So I know Chris and I really love to get out and explore a few days before or after the race. So, uh, you know, bring bring some stuff that, that you can do some other things besides all the swim running you're going to be doing. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to be forced to be walking around in your swim run wetsuit though well maybe yeah. you want to but you know, be hot. You know, anyway all right so our second tip is create a checklist and you really need to trust us on this there's so many little pieces to the swim run kit where it's like chipper and i before we're getting on our planes to travel the races we're like hey did you remember this do you remember the tether yeah. do you remember the you know and all this stuff because it, it happens more often than you think when you're just like throwing everything in a bag so you just want to make sure you have a checklist and you follow it and obviously you know what needs to be on that checklist, so we're not going to, you know, go over all that here. But but just making sure that you're not forgetting anything that's going to be very crucial for you having a successful experience is important. Yes, and it also connects up with the point one because one swim run equipment is not very accessible normally uh, mm-hmm. at, at stores, and usually maybe you, REI is not going to have a you know a Keel Plus there for you uh, to take <laughs> home. But maybe yeah. one day that would be cool. That'd be crazy. Um, our third tip is. If you have more than one, you should bring more than one wetsuit. Now, yes. they don't take up a lot of space. And yes, it's kind of a diva thing to have like bring a ton of wetsuits. But, you know, in our opinion, you know, if you can have options, it's good. Water temperatures can change. Air temps can change. So at the very least, at the very least, bring your arm sleeves. 
if you have them because yeah. you just never know what's going to happen. But if you do have like a sort of a thinner suit and a thicker suit, I mean, they just take up so little space. I think we routinely travel with two wetsuits to yeah. races at this point. Yeah, I, I would say for sure. I mean, that's usually because we're obsessively checking the, the both the air temps and the water temps and like waffling between, oh, should we bring the Uto or should we bring the Orno X or the Vig or what should we do? Mm-hmm. And because they roll up, like they're basically the size of a t-shirt or maybe a, a smaller sweatshirt or something. You could bring a couple if you got a couple. Um, but yeah, like Chris mentioned, arm sleeves is going to be good and bring stuff to make you either warmer in the water or things that, you know, will help you keep you cooler. So if you have just one wetsuit, oh, it might be a little bit chilly. Maybe pack your neoprene cap or or bring your accessories uh, to, to handle the vari- the variable temperatures. Yeah, I've certainly packed arm sleeves for a race and just never pulled them out of the back pocket. You've raced with them yeah. in your back pocket the whole race. Yeah. Yeah. But you can. It's a better safe like than sorry five situation. Seconds on our time, I didn't have all that oh, extra yeah, drag. Know, maybe. You know, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was feeling a, I was feeling a toe <laughs> back there, so that makes sense. Um, so, so th- this is one I think the chipper has a lot of experience on. Yes. Which is have a plan for traveling with your hydration and fueling because it, you know, if you're going to put, well, chipper, tell us about your experience traveling with, you know. 10 yeah. 90 grams <laughs> so i'm jumbo gels i'm a big fan of the precision fuel and hydration the jumbo gels and they're definitely over the tsa uh limits or, or or guidelines that they have so um obviously if you check your bag it's a, it's a not not an issue but uh that obviously comes with additional cost and then you're also risking yeah. that not making it to your final destination in a timely manner so there is, if you have a, uh, there's a, a, a card you can get online through TSA's website, and you're able to claim that um, this fuel is is helpful for you, and you, whatever whatever you want to put on that is your own business. Um, but <laughs> you know, there's a card you put it in a gallon Ziploc where the TSA agent can see what it is. I mean, I've literally brought in, brought. 10. 10 of these when we went to Sweden and no one looked at me. I, I just followed the, the protocol of what they say. You say how to, how to travel with a medical exemption on, 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 um, over the, the weight limit, the four ounces or whatever. And that will, that will do it. Yeah. And if they ask you, just tell them that you don't want to suffer from bronchitis. Yeah. So I'm not trying to bonk out and, and on the archipelago in Sweden. Definitely don't want to do that. But also this is a, another good tip to have a plan. I mean, I've been on the the bad end of this with traveling. You, you're very much thrown out of your routine, right? You know, oh, you normally drink uh, eight, four glasses of water a day or whatever. Have a plan. Get your, you know, if you're on the precision fuel and hydration uh, bandwagon like Chris and I, we have our, our little uh, preloads that we have before a flight. Uh, just make sure you're, you're kind of keeping up on your nutrition because the worst thing that you could do is, is, going into the race have a big deficit in maybe your your sodium levels or, or anything mm-hmm. like that so just keep keep topped up you know get your cliff bars and all your snacks uh, to have on the plane and yeah and i would say uh, like a little secret bonus tip is if, if you buy your hydration in bulk don't just bring it in a plastic baggie just like where it looks like just a oh, ton yeah. of cocaine or <laughs> yeah. something you know keep it in its original packaging even if it means buying a new one so that it's nice and sealed That'll help you get through if you're well, a scratch non-issues. person or yeah. something. Because, yeah, I mean, last thing you want, you don't want to have to explain that to anyone. Yeah. What's this uh, half, what's this quarter, uh, 
quarter <laughs> thing of, of white powder in your bag, sir. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a 1500. I'm a heavy sweater. <laughs> heavy Why is it wrapped like a brick, sir? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to take it right to the... <laughs> so, so our next tip is to have a plan of what you're going to do with your pool buoy. Now, obviously, you want to book it its own seat. Yeah. So it sits right next to you. Use your companion fare on the pool Exactly. Buoy. But but seriously, though, what what we all do is we essentially just either attach it to our bag using its own tether. Yeah. The, just like loop it through, no yeah, problem. situation. Or if you have enough room in your bag, you put it on your inside. The, way, uh, and the inside of your bag. I use a, a bag where it fits perfectly like right on the bottom. So I usually just keep it on the inside. Nice. And it's, it's, it's not a problem. But yeah, just these things are big. So... You know, if you're packing, like, I fit everything in this tiny bag. And then it's like, oh, you forgot your pool. Yeah, oh, there's so a giant. Should... Yeah. Yeah. So it's just just stuff to think about, something noodle on. And again, this all goes back to creating your checklist and making sure that you're traveling light, but not too light. Absolutely. Make sure you bring enough underwear to, to poop your pants at least two or three times a day. Yeah. That's and my he... personal goal. <laughs> yeah. It's like a two-day trip. You're planning on pooping at your pants least, five times. I need at huh? least six pairs of underwear for, for a three-day trip. So it, here's here's a little bonus tip that that I've been doing for tons of races and, and Chipper copied me for the world champs. And I think he was happy yeah. that he did, which I always bring a very, a much smaller kind of like travel backpack empty that I throw in my larger bag. So then when you're walking around, you have stuff, you can put your stuff in there. I also use it for your morning clothes or, or, or change of attire post race, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, because trust us, one thing you really want to think about is after the race, Having a change of clothes, a beanie, dry socks and shoes, um, maybe a dry bag to put all your wet stuff. And, and speaking from experience, it's not fun to have to sit in your wet kit on a 40-minute ferry ride back from a race yeah. where Chippers had two beers and passed out on you and you're just sitting there like a weirdo in your swim run kit. I was taking a nap. I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was tired that day. But this is a great, great tip, and I've started doing this so yeah, either you're some little small, very collapsible, even like a tote bag or something that you kind of just throw on on top when before you zip zip your bag up, and and like we mentioned, you know, when oh you're walking to race registration or you're headed to dinner, or, you know, you're gonna buy uh, souvenirs for the wife and kids or, or whatever. There's always stuff to be having around, so it's just uh, more convenient to have a, have another bag. Um, but yeah, Chris, that's uh, that's definitely a great pro tip there. Yeah. And like I said, you know, when you're packing, think about what you're going to do immediately after race. I mean, you can get super cold. Some of these swim runs won't have warm showers or saunas you can jump in. So getting out of your I I like to get out of my wetsuit as soon as possible after the race um, and just start getting dry and, um, you know, warming up and stuff. Yeah. So it's something to think about. Um, our last tip is thinking about how are you going to travel back home with all of your wet shit? Because mm-hmm. if you're like us and you're not hanging around at these races or these locations too far after the race, you're going to have wet shoes. You're going to have a you know wet, wet, wet suit, suit yeah. for sure. It's probably not going to dry off. Don't throw these things in the dryer. So what what we do is we actually bring like a like a dry bag where we just put all of our wet stuff in, maybe wrap it in a in a towel or something, and then just you know lug it back. Yeah. But try to keep it segregated so it doesn't mess everything else up. Yeah, but, but yeah, garbage bag will will totally do the job or, or something like that. But yeah, we have a there's specific bags that keep water out and also we keep water in. So so you can opt for that and you can definitely get those and compress them, get all mm-hmm. the air out so they don't take up too much too much space and hopefully not too much too much smells 
radiating out of out of that as well with some, you know. Here's another bonus tip. Let's hear it. As soon as you get home, take that thing, take your wet stuff out of this, yeah. out of this dry bag and yeah. hang it up like Start immediately, up, please. Rinse it out for sure. Yeah, like rinse off your shoes and stuff. Yeah, but uh, I think that does it. Yeah, so again, we try to make this not non-obvious. Chipper, when we were before before we started recording, he was like, "Yeah, what's obvious to us might not be obvious to other people." So, so we put this out there in the spirit of trying to help folks out. So, don't don't add us if we think we're being too uh, patronizing or whatever. But, but I think you know what, what we really want people to do is get to the race, have everything they need, have the best experience possible, and just thinking through a lot of this stuff. Like, because anything with swim run, you can practice it in training. Don't do anything new on race day. Just having a plan for mm-hmm. your race strategy, your nutrition strategy, your travel strategy, all these things make for just having a a, a blessed and a less experience. a less stressful experience. Yeah. And you don't want to be on the plane, oh shit, did I pack this? I'm not sure. Oh, I don't need to worry about it cuz I did I have a checklist that I just went down and made sure mm-hmm. and you're feeling good about yourself while you're sipping on your your 1500-year-old preload situation. At least that's what I'm doing. With your giant baggie of, of white powder. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep going to the bathroom, oh, sir? Man. It's fifteen hundred. Kind of runny nose. I guess that's it. <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> so if, if you see us on the plane, high five us, and we'll see you out there. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And leave her what rating or review, since that's the best way to help other people discover the show and the sport of swim run. Check out our website, lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z for swim run resources, including gear guides, tips, how-to videos, and so much more. Make sure to check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send us a DM or email us at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run and other activities. Lots of activities. Lots of activities. (laughs) Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. Then a run. And then a swim. Then another run. Then another swim. Then run some more. Just keep going. Let's go. And then stop at some point because, you know. And fuel. Don't forget to fuel. Got to fuel too. Of course, yes. (laughs) 